welcome to our podcast. This uh, greetings from Tracy and Jabisa. Our podcast is called Banter with Tr- Oh Tracy and Jabisa or <laughs> Jabisa and Tracy. <laughs> That's our new I guess our hashtag. <laughs> but anyway, so, we can be found on podcast.com. And and actually look for us weekly, guys. You know, I, I I'm sending out information, but you know just you know check every once a week. We will be putting things out on a regular basis. But thank you, thank you to those who have listened. We're yeah. very excited and very appreciative. And we're appreciative. We're excited. My goal is to blow up. I know Tracy's it's trying to hold back. Yeah, okay. you know, one day maybe Oprah might hear us. Remember she loves you, Oprah. <laughs> but I promise you, if you came, I act like I love you. <laughs> Just don't know. Okay, so we're gonna jump right on in. I was telling Tracy I had read a New York Times um, article. It was July 11th is when the article was published, and it talked about Paul Manafort. You know, he's in prison now. Judge was trying to work with him, tried to do house arrest. He completely showed out, and uh, she had to put him in prison. She just there was nothing else she could do. Mm -hmm. So he's in prison. He's in this kind of VIP prison. He is in the penthouse of prisons yes <laughs> he's, like he's in the penthouse of prison okay. he had his own bathroom had his own shower yep. kept his clothes mm-hmm. the room of the the size apparently was a little bigger than the average right. he had his cell phone mm-hmm. he was living a life of luxury in prison mm-hmm. and then he complained he complained because his lawyers had to drive two hours to to the prison cell so he was in Virginia he was in Wausau Virginia is where it was so it's two hours for his lawyers to get there and he complained about that did not like the fact that they had to drive two hours complained about the fact that he had limited time with them it was you know the phone calls of course are being recorded and there's limited time for them to to I guess talk via the telephone right. so he complained so then the, so then the judge says not a problem <laughs> we'll see you in a prison in, in Alexandria which was much closer much closer so at this point and I'm going to read from the article Mr. Manafort's lawyers then objected arguing that after further reflection issues of distance and inconvenience must yield to concerns about his safety and more importantly the challenges he will face in adjusting to a new place of confinement only two weeks from his trial but I like this judge Mm -hmm. but the judge Ellis had apparently made up his mind Having just complained about the jail in Warsaw, Virginia, he wrote, Mr. Manafort's lawyers had not identified any specific threat to his safety in the Alexandria jail. Right. Jailers there are very familiar with housing high-profile defendants, including foreign and domestic terrorists, spies, and traitors. In other words, your ass is going to stay there. Yes. (laughs) That judge dropped the mic. I mean, seriously, people. You've committed a crime. Yes, he committed a crime, and he was out for so long with the little under house arrest, and he didn't do right, and so they put him in jail. Like nobody else would get that many chances, chances. literally. And then you're in the VIP. You're in the you're in the suite. You're in the penthouse of jails, and you complain. So now, yeah, welcome to the real world. Yes, welcome to the real world. Now he locked up with (laughs) Pukinim. Gen pop. <laughs> that two hour drive wasn't so bad after all. Talk about put me back. Put me back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
moving on, on to so, a similar uh, thing. I was look. I saw an article in HuffPost um, where a woman. Uh, the article was titled "The Privilege of Being Arrested as a White Woman." So this attorney and six hundred of her closest friends were <laughs> protesting immigration laws in America. And so they were, you know... Um, was this in D.C.? In D.C. Okay. And they were um, yelling and screaming. They had their arms together, and they were being belligerent and, and protesting the, um, the, policy. uh, the policies. And so they got out of control, and so they had to be arrested. So this lady being an attorney, she had talked to clients before, and she kind of had in her mind what to expect. She was expected to be patted down. They are going to search her belongings. They would hold them and catalog them, and she may or may not get them back. That she would be putting handcuffs and taken to jail, and that if she was lucky, she would get a, you know, nice officer that wouldn't rough her up too much. But if she was expecting, you know, she could have gotten anything. But to her surprise, what <laughs> actually happened was as they were um, rounded up, they had a police officer get put them in groups of five. They took them across the street to a lawn. And the only thing she had to relinquish was, 20, was a five or twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay. Was a twenty-five. And they, um, as long as they agreed to go, you know, peacefully, no one was handcuffed because they all went peacefully. They only took her ID, and that was for identification purposes. Um, they were there for about two hours where they processed their paperwork. These ladies were sitting in a shade tree. Some of them were doing <laughs> yoga. They were taking pictures, chatting with the officers. And they was allowed to have their food and their snacks. And when they ran out of water, the officers politely and kindly got them some more water. So she was thinking, she said, wow, my experience was unique. You know, I didn't think that's what most people experience. And she thought about people of color. That is not what Jabisa and I would have experienced had we been in similar situations. If 600 of our closest friends were black, male or female, we would have been cuffed. We would have been get done the perp walk. Yeah. Um, could have been, depending on the circumstances, we could have even been killed. True. So she was just talking about the disparity or the difference in how they as white women were treated with um, deference and respect. And even though the officers knew no more about them than they would know that any like black people that they would try to apprehend, they gave them the benefit of the doubt. But black people don't get that. You, you have to be really careful or you could lose your life in it. And it's just, you know, it's it's unfair. Blatantly unfair. Blatantly unfair. But you're right, Tracy. We would definitely have been in we would have been in jail. They would have jail. They would have squeezed us. Yes. We would not have gotten our gluten free snacks. (laughs) And we would not have been doing yoga Mm -hmm. on the lawn. And taking selfies. And taking selfies. Oh by the way. Maybe we should have gone with her. That's mm-hmm. our problem. Yeah, yeah. You know what? So I can't go protest with you, Tracy. No, I know. Like, yeah, no, you can't. We need to get Miss Neary. <laughs> get us some white friends. <laughs> Are you going to that? We want, yes, because we want to go to the Paul Manafort jail. <laughs> <laughs> if we go to jail, that's the one I want to go to. The penthouse of jail. <laughs> and I'm going in with Becky. Me and Becky going to the man. That's the one we're going to. Talking about Becky, you still got your snack? <laughs> 
his eyes. Oh, great. They say, no, the officer will get him some officer Thomas. <laughs> but anyway, so we just wanted to bring that to your attention. And we're moving on to the Essence Festival. Javisa and her cousin Rachel. Hey, Rachel, I hope you were listening. Um, went to the Essence Festival last week, and she's going to share some of what she learned there, what, you know, her experience there. Loved it. If you have not gone to the Essence Festival, Essence Festival was going on for 24 years. And you know what's really funny? Like when I would tell white people, I was just like, I'm going to a music festival. But of course, when I tell black people, I'm going, I'm going to Essence. Essence. Like festival. they know what it is. Yeah. It's like, too much. It's too complicated. Yeah, right. And you have to explain it. Essence is a magazine. They do a music festival. It's a magazine for black women. So you don't have to say all that. Had a wonderful time. Wanted to go this year. Um, really, okay. Rachel, it was Rachel's re- reason I went, but had a good time. Had all the people that I wanted to see uh, Mary J. Blige, Jill Scott, Erica Badu, Teddy, Teddy Riley, uh, Fantasia. Don't really like Fantasia, she hollers a lot. I went to the bathroom. <laughs> it was a good time for me to go to the bathroom. Uh, so, not a big fan of Fantasia. Queen Latifah was great. She sang a lot. Um, I think people were surprised by that. They were yeah, expecting her to rap. But yeah, yeah, she's got a beautiful singing voice. So she, she sang quite a bit. Janet Jackson, who danced like she was 25. Mm-hmm. I was impressed, Janet. Go, girl. So it was. It was just all around a really wonderful event. Did not go to a lot of the daytime events. We did more New Orleans things. Mm-hmm. But did go to the pop-up shop. Yeah. So we um, met, went to the... Lipstick and Laughter comedy show. Give a shout out to Miss Pretty Ricky. (laughs) There were a number, there were actually probably nine to ten comedians at that show. One male, all the rest were females, and all of them were fabulous. Um, Kim Whitley was there, Sherry Mm -hmm. Shepard was there, Uh um, Kim Coles was there, and and there was a number of other um, local and I guess regional. Um, female comedians and they all did a great job I just happen to remember Miss Pretty Ricky her mm-hmm. name just stuck with me uh, so if you hear of her in the future you're like I heard that first on that podcast yes you <laughs> did but she was really really great just want to say Essence or New Orleans seems to be unique in that it's a free for all in how women dress yep. now we did not get the note but we had enough presence in mind to wear flat shoes and so that surprised me Everybody had on some flat shoes, mm-hmm. flat sandals, flat flip flops. They did not run around in heels, but everybody had on something that was either too tight or something that you really shouldn't wear because it just was not right for your body type. Um, pokey bellies, a lot of pokey bellies. Like I'm 50-ish <laughs> and I have discovered that my belly's a little pokey. It doesn't matter what time of the day it's pokey. It's pokey in the morning, it's pokey in the midday. I cover the pokey. People were not covering it. You could see the pokey. It was incredible. It was nothing fashion forward about New Orleans. Ratchet. Ratchet. It was ratchet. It was ratchet. Like you would see people talking. I was talking to somebody and seeing somebody walking by. I had to stop in disbelief at what this woman had on. This woman had on no lie. No lie. Honest to God. Probably our age because she has some gray hair. Petite now. She's a peep. She didn't have a pokey belly. Her belly was not pokey. But she had on a sheer shirt. And I imagine she didn't have any kids because her boots were still pokey. But she had on a sheer shirt. Pokey. Perky. Yes, they were perky. (laughs) No, her belly was not pokey, but her boots were perky. 
must not have had any children because she had on the sheer top and you could see her nipples and they were pierced. Yes, yes, she was walking around with that and you could see all of that. And I'm thinking, oh my God, oh my God. So you had a lot of that going on. So guys who were there, they were looking for a quickie because the women were saying, I'm good and I'm quick. <laughs> it's like I'm showing you everything right now, so you ain't got the gas. We're good. I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. So there was no, there was no thought behind any. There was no relationship developing at essence. Mm -hmm. And there were lots of women and a handful of men. So I imagine the men were just they trying to. Good time. They yeah. sure did. They were knocking them out left and right because so they, many. So they were so little time. They were all saying they were available. Hey, I'm good. I'm ready. You ready? I'm hoped out. Pushed in. Whatever you want. I'm good. In fact, I'm not even pushed in. I'm all hoped out. <laughs> when not when none pushed in. What is it? The Spanx? Uh -huh. Spanx didn't make no money. Thanks for banging from the premises. Spanx made no money for that even. Everybody else told my girl, you don't need no space, you're going to New Orleans. Just be free. Just be free. So that's my memory of of New Orleans. One other note that I do want to add. Definitely go to the Whitney Plantation Museum. Fascinating um, experience touring. It's a it is a slave focus. Oftentimes, plantations focus on the plantation owners, but this is a slave-focused plantation. They, they will give you a whole new perspective about slavery, what it really is, the realities of uh, how slaves lived. Our tour guide was Stephanie or Stacy. Yeah. I can't remember which one. I wasn't there. I don't know. You don't know, but oh, she was fabulous. Like, I would like to be her friend, and if I thought I could stalk her on social media, I really would. She was um, incredibly a, a really smart young lady, um, knowledgeable and, and clearly passionate about uh, yes, uh, what she was doing, the subject matter. The yep. subject matter. And mm -hmm. so one of the things she, she tasked us with is making sure that we shared what we learned. So it was and two. Lisa did that, Stacy. <laughs> I felt like I was there. I, I felt I, like I, I had actually attended. She was very, very clear on the description. I felt like I was there. So. Um, go visit the plantation, support the plant plantation, and then of course share the knowledge that you learn. So, all right. So that uh, well, in wrapping up this Friday, the thirteenth of July. I didn't know it was um, the thirteenth until this very moment. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because we don't have no time for no bad luck. Oh no. <laughs> what is what is the Elvira? Yeah. If if it wasn't for, for bad, bad luck, luck, I, I have, have no luck, luck at all. At all. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was hee haw. Was that he all? Yes, okay, that's oh, like that sure was he all. That was despair. Anyway, I want to leave you with these words. Um, let your hearts be filled with appreciation for the people in your lives. Until next time. <laughs>